Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the This Sounds Completely Absurd, But It's Kinda Important edition. I mean, <laughs> absurd is important. Yes. Absurd is art. Uh, yeah. Well, today might not be about art. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is art, actually. There's actually, there's a lot of artistic um, elements in today's episode. You'll Ooh, see. Yeah. I'm pumped. Yeah. I'm pumped. Let's things, do it. Things are created. Um, things are named. <laughs> well, if naming things is an art, I don't know what is. <laughs> Today is in between 072. Wow. Goldfish can navigate tiny cars. Of course they can. <laughs> and a hero named Bodie McBoatface. Sorry. I, I, I mean, that Sorry. is art. That is See? art. It's total don't art. Don't apologize. That is art. Total art. I don't know what happened, but I have a feeling oh, you're going to tell yes. me. We will, we will definitely get into Bodie McBoatface. Thank <laughs> God. Fun. Thank God. Yeah. And we'll explain all the tiny cars as well. Good. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, I'm Jill Chacha, and I am with just... Uh, just the incredible Marissa Riley. Ah, thank you so much. Yes, <laughs> it, it I, I am incredible and artistic. The artistic Marissa, Marissa Riley. Yeah, <laughs> uh, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I yes. think so. Uh, if this is your first time listening, welcome to the flock. Welcome, Dr. Riley. Here comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. It's true. I had no idea what we were going to talk about. Um, as per usual, I got Jill a couple tequilas in uh, <laughs> yesterday, um, and uh, I I got her to say that today was gonna be awesome. That was the only <laughs> hint I got. I think I said it was gonna be wacky. Oh, wacky! <laughs> and she also just seemed generally excited about it. So yeah. I was like, all right, that doesn't help at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it made me happy. <laughs> It, it did. Um, and it made me happy to see her happy. So <laughs> I am excited. Amazing. So I guess we should begin. We should. All right, my friends, let's begin today by reminding everyone that goldfish are impressive. Yeah. Yes, I, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's right. Those goldfish, the kind kids across America plop into a glass bowl and promptly forget about yes. moments later. Uh, if you had... A- <laughs> If you had a listen to episode 049, Giant Goldfish Are Taking Over Minnesota and Other Places, then you know this very severely misunderstood creature can be devastating to its introduced environment, and that's because they, one, can get fucking huge. Yeah. Yeah, that was my immediate thought, was like, they can get, they never stop growing. No. And B, they're a delicious snack. So... (laughs) Yeah. yeah, they can get fucking huge. Two, they live a damn long time. Yeah, and three, they're fucking smart. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. They they can learn, solve puzzles, and remember new information for a lengthy period. Uh, so no ten second memory for them. Remember, they could like remember music. That's right. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> This is why researchers love them and love using them, including biologist Shachar Givan and Matan Samina nailed, nailed it, it from the Ben Gurion University in Israel. Now, for their latest experiment, they wanted to determine if successful navigational skills are based on species or the environment or brain structure. Okay. But they thought, is it possible none of those things play a dominant role 
What if all three are in play and creatures have the ability to learn to get around in any environment, even if it's a complete 180 from what they're used to? Like in cars. That's right. (gasps) And honestly, there's no way to answer such profound questions with anything other than, you guessed it, goldfish in mobile fish tanks that they can drive around by themselves. Oh my gosh! (laughs) I have the cutest image in my head. I'm so pumped. Yeah. I heard there might be a visual aid There, there today. is a visual okay, aid. Okay, thank God, thank God. I'll let, I'll let you get to it in your own time. But what, what do you see in your head, though? I want to know. I mean, I see a cartoon fish, first yeah. of all, which is not happening, um, <laughs> with little fish fins wrapped around a steering wheel. Okay. And, um, I love it. And, and um, mm-hmm. going to work. <laughs> in a car. <laughs> little briefcase? Yeah, yeah. The little briefcase. <laughs> yeah. Some glasses. <laughs> Maybe a little, uh, uh, what's a thermos? Yeah. For coffee? It's coffee. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very important. Yep. Yep. That's oh, all I got. That's, well, that's adorable. Put a pin in that. Um, yeah. So, my friends. This is the kind of experiment where, quote, one species is embedded into another species' environment and must cope with, in this case, a navigational task, end quote. Uh, this is called domain transfer methodology. Oh. Yes. And biologists Shachar and Matan decided to, quote, push this idea to the limit by studying the navigational ability of a fish in a terrestrial environment. Interesting. Uh, both quotes are from their study called from Fish Out of Water to New Insights on Navigation Mechanisms in Animals, Whew. published in the February issue of Behavioral Brain Research. I love it. I What a title. Oh, my God. They're so long. They're so long. They tell the story. I know. That's, they're very mm, precise. Yes. This direct. is exactly what we found. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> now, I know what you're thinking. How do you get a fish to travel about on land in the first place? Yeah. That's a great question. Well, it's imagination time again. Dr. Marissa, please tell us what was built for our little aquatic friends and how does it work? Oh, man, I'm pumped. (laughs) (laughs) All right. For the experiment, the team designed and built a fish-operated vehicle or FOV for short. The goldfish uh, car consists of a water tank, four motorized wheels, a computer, a camera to track movement, and L-I-D-A-R to identify the vehicle's location. The vehicle was designed to detect the fish's position in the water tank and react by activating the wheels such that the vehicle moved in the specific direction according to the fish's position. Amazing. My mind is blown. <laughs> Uh, More of the quote, in this way, uh, the vehicle's reaction to the fish's position allowed the fish to drive the vehicle in the environment. So if a fish was swimming near the wall of the tank while facing outward, the FOV moved in that direction. But if the fish faced inward, the FOV stopped moving, uh, end quote, as reported by George Dvorsky from gizmodo.com. I love this. I love this. It's adorable. It's so (laughs) damn cute. It's so damn cute. It's so smart. She's grabbing her face. I'm just (laughs) so happy this is a thing. (laughs) It's so goddamn adorable. So my friends, if you're wondering how these fish 
learn to operate their new car, and if they were successful in not only learning how to operate it, but also getting around their new land environment, what better way to answer these questions than by watching some video? Oh, thank God. I'm so <laughs> happy there's a video. Absolutely. I was worried there wouldn't be a video for a second, and I was like, oh, fuck. That's right, Dr. Marissa. We're going to watch these fish in action, and please describe to us what you see, including their vehicle, yeah. uh, how the fish are driving it exactly, you got it. <laughs> and where they're going, and uh, what they get when they successfully arrive at their location. Oh my so, god, I didn't even realize they would actually go somewhere. They're going somewhere, yes. <gasps> they have like There's a, a point? There's a point. <laughs> oh no! Oh my! Okay, I'm fine. I'm not, but it's okay. <laughs> now this all sounds like a lot, but yeah. the video is only a minute long. Okay. Uh, feel free to pause it whenever you need or rewind because it's really fucking amazing and funny and cute uh and if any member of the flock wants to watch along search ifl science and scientists train goldfish and it should pop right up uh amazing. i'll if, yeah i'll also have like screenshots of it on our social media stuff so please come on by and watch these fish drive a little car ah! <laughs> all right here we are hold on i'm pulling it up right now okay dr marissa what do you see i mean it's just what you said <laughs> It's okay. So it kind of looks like a little robot. Um, it, it's like at, at the bottom, there's like, it, it's like a little, it's like a, uh, a square and uh, a wheel on each side. Yeah. Um, so forming a little vehicle. And then on top is a little fish tank. There you go. And it's just like a little cube of a fish tank. And it's got a fish in it. And then above it, uh, attached by a sort of a pole, is I'm guessing um, the computer. Exactly. Yeah, the camera, the LIDAR. Yeah. L-I-D-A-R. Right, here we go. I'm yeah. going to hit that play button and uh, keep your eye on the fish. Okay. It's working. I, okay, pause. <laughs> it's, um, okay, so so he, it showed a quick uh, little diagram of what everything is, and, and Jill and I were right. And uh, But you can see the fish is... Um, Swimming towards my right, so the vehicle is moving to the right. Exactly. How great is that? <laughs> I'm just, I'm floored. I know you said this is going to happen, but I, I and it's I, happening. but it's happening. Okay, play more, play okay, more. Okay. And there it goes. And there it goes. Oh, it's changing directions. It's coming towards us. Oh my God. Okay. Oh my God. It's okay. Stop. Please stop. Okay. okay. So now we've got it. Before it looked like it was in some sort of lab. Yeah. And now it's it's on the street. It's on the street. Yeah. It's it's uh it's on the street. I'm okay. Yeah. Jill's grabbing me because I can't handle it. Um. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's definitely outside. It's on a. Uh, yeah. It's it it's it's literally where cars should be. Yeah. <laughs> this looks very dangerous. Um. But I think it. It, it's okay because here's the next scene. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's so going forward. It's it's going up. It's going. Oh my god! It's going up. Okay. Pause. It looked like it was trying to go from the street to the sidewalk. Yeah. That that was a little. That was weird. That, that's that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think it knew that the street is not where a fish <laughs> should be, and it was like, you know what? I I think okay. I'd be, do better with the pedestrians. <laughs> And get yeah. the fuck out of here. I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. So here we are in a room. Okay. Uh, we have a bird's eye view. Yeah. Okay. okay. What do you see now? I see a little target on one of the walls. It's mm -hmm. just like a big red uh, stripe. And it's more pink. It's more pink. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm guessing that we want the fish to go there. Exactly. Because it says target. 
Okay, so the fish is doing great. It's kind of like going back and forth a little bit, and it, but it's all in all going straight towards the target, and it made it towards the target, and it's getting a reward. There you go. It's getting a reward. Here we go. It's now at the top right part of the room, and now it's struggling to get to move the entire. It's struggling, but it's car. It's figuring it out. Yeah. All in all. It's it's a lot. Yep. Oh, reward. It made it. Okay. Oh, and we can see a little um kind of its little flight path. And this is oh, interesting. Look. Oh, okay. So we had a fish that didn't go there and that's going away. And it's correcting. And it didn't get a reward. And now it's correcting. And it gets a reward. Yeah. This is amazing. Oh, this is so crazy. <laughs> I know it, it missed the target and then it realized I have to like parallel park better and it did. <laughs> it's insane. Fish are better than people. Oh my god. So let's get back here. Yeah, I'm happy to report uh, six goldfish were used in this experiment and they became better drivers over time, hitting the pink target with more frequency and accuracy. Amazing. Uh, during their first sessions, the fish averaged about two and a half successful trips to the target. But by their final sessions, the fish averaged about 17 and a half successful targets. We need to be more like fish, you guys. (laughs) We need to be more like goldfish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The researchers actually had to make the task more difficult by changing up. (laughs) Yeah. By changing up the starting location in the room. That's why we saw it first at the center and then like up in the upper right. Like, yeah, they had to make it more challenging. Uh, They changed the location of the pink target on the wall. They even added decoy targets, colored green, blue, and orange. But don't worry, they overcame all these challenges and were not fooled by the other colors. Ah! They knew that the pink target was the right one in order to get that little food pellet. Yes! I know. So I'm what? so happy about this. I'm sorry. I'll be fine. This is just... I know. You're smiling. Enli- this is enlightened. Like, I, I will... My, my faith in humanity, or, or in fish... Manity. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Will, will, it has been restored for, like, the next two months. It's oh. amazing. I can't believe I said fish manatee. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, are you kidding? I'm so sorry. Science. Put it on a tote. Put it on a tote. So what does this all mean? Well, Shachar Givan said in an emailed statement to IFL Science, quote, the study hints that navigational ability is universal rather than specific to the environment. And second, it shows that goldfish have the cognitive ability to learn complex tasks in an environment completely unlike the one they evolved in. Amazing. As anyone who has tried to learn how to ride a bike or to drive a car knows it's challenging at first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it may have been challenging at first, but it seems as though these fish have nailed their new mode of transport, and it looks like they're ready, already eager, I should say, to become our new fishy overlords. I was about to say, when is when are they going to take over? Um, now that they know that they can drive cars. Exactly. Uh, it's only a matter of time. Exactly. Uh, study co-author Ohad Ben-Shahar told ScienceNews.org, quote, Recently, the team let a goldfish take a joyride throughout an entire building, and it actually started to explore. <laughs> It went down one of the corridors and started to sneak away. <laughs> End quote. Well, what could I say? But I, for one, cannot wait to see what happens in 2022. <laughs> you know, as someone, I'm going to make this about me, as someone who is allergic to most animals with fur, I think I want a fish in a car. Right? I think that's, I think that's the next thing that I need. We need to, like, make this a thing. We, we need, need to make this a thing. Y'all, if you need a pet... And you want something low maintenance that can basically drive itself. 
We need fish in a car. We need fish in a car. That's it's incredible. Amazing. Ah, we'll work on that. Uh, during the br- uh, during the break after the break, <laughs> <laughs> how something named Bodie McBoatface is going to help us better understand how fast one particular large glacier is melting. Oh, okay. I know. I, know. <laughs> I, know. I took turns. Uh, stay tuned. Please do. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And we're aboard a ship jam-packed with researchers from across the globe. A collective, if you will, forming what's known as the International Thwaites Glacier Collaboration. Sounds cold. Yes, it's so cold. (laughs) Now, what is Thwaites and where the hell is it, you ask? Fantastic. Everyone. Imagine South America. Okay. Okay. Now point to the very southern tip. Okay. And that's the end of Chile. Okay. Now move your finger southwest a little little, little more. Okay. All, all the way. Keep going southwest and voila. We're in the Admonson Sea right by Antarctica. Ah. And chunks of ice floating around us probably belong to the Thwaites Glacier. Ah. My friends... I'm not going to sugarcoat it because these researchers sure haven't. This glacier goes by many other telling names, and one of them being the Doomsday Glacier. Oh, well, that's never <laughs> that's, I mean, that's never a good name no. for anything. Also very direct. Yes. Uh, and it's called the Glooms, the Gloomsday. Gloomsday. <laughs> Lol. Lol. It's called, I might as well, um, and it's called the Doomsday Glacier because, simply put, once it completely breaks off from Antarctica, it will eventually melt and raise sea levels. But oh, yes. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Good news. Oh. It gets worse. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this is well. That's of course. Yes. With it gone, it will have left exposed a massive region that contains enough ice to raise sea levels another 10 feet globally. Great. Yeah. A situation that's literally the definition of from going bad to worse. So. Got put, it. Put a pin in that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was going to either way. Yes. Uh, Dr. Marissa, please give us a little bit more info about this, as reported by Brian Kahn of Gizmodo.com. Like, how did they come to this conclusion? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Quote, the International Thwaites Glacier Collaboration has spent uh, the past few years documenting what's going on there. Their findings have been, to put it lightly, pretty unnerving. Great. <laughs> Poking and prodding the glacier and ice shelf that extends over the Amundsen Sea has have revealed warm water rapidly carving channels deep into the ice and pushing farther inland. Also great. Uh, <laughs> In, in a summary of their findings given last year, researchers revealed that parts of the ice shelf are receding as fast as 1.2 miles per year, and the glacier could become completely unmoored from the bedrock it sits on by the time we're ringing in the new year in 2030, yep. end quote. You know, sometimes I'm like, well, the end of the world is going to happen mm. when, like, we're dead, and that's you know. Oh. Um, no, it's 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 party's, happening right now. Party's um, just getting started. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> he's just getting started. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's just a mere eight years away. Yeah. And uh, researchers discovered all this warm water after digging a hole two thousand feet deep through the ice to the ocean below. Yeah. There they recorded water temperatures about zero degrees Celsius or thirty-two degrees Fahrenheit. Oh which is two degrees Celsius, uh, that's more than two degrees Celsius or 3.6 degrees Fahrenheit warmer 
than that location's freezing point. So it's 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 getting hot. Yeah, yeah. It's getting hot and it's it's going to break. Yep. And then the the and then we're just going to drown. Yeah. Um <laughs> Thank you, doctor. Yep. <laughs> so, You're welcome. So, incoming warm water plus a massive unstable glacier spells trouble. Uh that big old ice cube is going to break off and the millions of square miles of ice behind it will be exposed to melt and raise sea levels. So, how fast will that happen? Good question. Yeah. Quote, before we get more data, what we only know is that the ocean is melting the ice shelves. Yeah. Rob Hall and Zi Xiang, scientists at the University of East An- Anglia. East Anglia. Nailed it. And Rob Lard- Larder. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, you had to follow that. Uh, Rob Larder, a researcher with the British Antarctic Survey, wrote in a joint email while en route to Thwaites. Uh, continuing the quote, so we're expecting to find signals of meltwater discharge from the base of the ice shelves, but how much and how fast the ice shelves are melting are still uncertain. Great. Yeah. We want to get more data showing how much heat is transported towards the glaciers and at the same time get data showing how ocean conditions are changing due to the melting glaciers. From Brian Kahn's article, an article whose title gives away the name of the hero test with finding, with, I'm sorry, with gathering this very important information. Ah. An article called Bodie McBoatface Expedition Underway to Thwaites Glacier. I, okay, pause. I, <laughs> yeah. I love that doing this mission, that it, it is going to yield terrible, yeah. like, information, you know, in any, any respect, any amount of time, it's just, go- we're going to find uh, un, uh, bad information. Yes, it's all bad news. Yeah, it's bad news. Mm-hmm. Bad news. Yeah. Um, and I like that we're doing it with something called Bodie McBoatface. That's right. What a sense of humor. Yeah. Um, I guess they really needed like some comic relief. There's a story to it, and we're going to get to it. Were they high? <laughs> or some drunk? Pe- some people were very, very high. I, I guarantee it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So got it. Yes, my friends, a yellow submersible. Named Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> <will be, laughs> I'm sorry, it's so cute. Okay, oh, I'm fine. We'll be monitoring the underbelly of this beast for months. Uh, now, a few things about Bodie. Uh, technically, she's an auto sub long range autonomous underwater vehicle. Amazing. About 11 feet long with the capability of diving 20,000 feet. Amazing. And if you're thinking, wow, I bet it got the name from an online poll available to the public and things went too far, you're right. Guys. <laughs> yes. You guys. Uh, she's covering her oh, face. Oh, no. <laughs> Never ask the internet for anything. Never. You will just get... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I actually really like the name of this. So. I, like, I like Bodhi. Okay, so Dr. Marissa, how about you and I take turns telling the internet saga of how Bodhi got its name? Nothing would make okay. me happier. Uh, and who else could possibly be our source for this info other than the internet hero Wikipedia? Thank God. Uh, Dr. Marissa, please. Take it away. Will do. All right. Quote, the name Bodie McBoat... <laughs> you do it. The name Bodie McBoatface was originally proposed in a March 2016 hashtag name our ship online poll to name the um, 200 pound, a uh, 200 million pound uh, polar uh, scientific research ship being constructed in the Camel Laird shipyard in Birkenhead for the United Kingdom's Natural Environment Research Council. Uh, 
uh, in parentheses, N-R-E-C. There you go. BBC radio presenter James Hand coined the humorous suggestion, Bodie McBoatface, for the poll. And the name quickly became the most popular choice, with 124,109 votes, or about 33% of the vote. (laughs) Amazing. Continuing the quote, although Bodie McBoatface... You have to really pronounce it or else you're going to lose yourself. Um, Although Bodie McBoatface was the most popular suggestion in the hashtag name our ship poll, the suggestion to use the name for the ship was not followed. In October 2016, Joe Johnson, Minister for Universities and Science, announced that the ship would be named... Sir David Attenborough, after the eminent English uh, zoologist and broadcaster, Sir David Attenborough, uh, who came fourth in the poll. That's right. The name Bodie McBoatface was assigned to one of the submersibles deployed aboard the RSS, sorry, the RRS Sir David Attenborough instead. Ah. End quote. And that's where we are today. Aboard a ship jam-packed with researchers from across the globe. A collective, if you will, forming what's known as the International Thwaites Glacier Collaboration. And as we speak, Bodie McBoatface is collecting data that will tell us not if our oceans will smother our shorelines, displacing millions upon millions of humans, but when. I, yeah. I, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm all for Sir David Attenborough. Uh, it's just not that I, I would just never name anything that. That's just <laughs> so many syllables and it's so serious. It's very and British. It's very British. Yeah. And um, that being said, Bodie McBoatface is not easy <laughs> to say, but it just puts a damn smile on your face. It's incredible. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So all that data will be collected in about 65 days. Oh, shit. Yeah. So uh, I, I keep forgetting all this is happening like right now. Yeah. Like I said, I just keep assuming that everything's going to happen in like 70 years and I'm just not going to be <laughs> nope. here. Um, but yeah, it's happening. Although I am eating a lot of kale, so I might. Um, <laughs> but yeah, apparently it's happening right now. Right now. Right now. Yeah. Uh, watch this space. The end. Uh, right now. For now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> also forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you so much. <laughs> Rating subscribing, telling your friends about Bodie McBoatface and uh, tiny cars driven by fish that we all need. That's right. Let's all get them. Um, Let's all take our fish for walks. I think that's awesome. Stop it. I know. (laughs) And please, stay interesting. Please do.